0: You're listening to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, episode eighty-five, live from HeroesCon in Charlotte, North Carolina, sponsored by youbynow.com on the Netflix, and we got people here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hi, welcome to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, episode 85. Like I said, we are live from Charlotte Heroes Con. I am Josh. I am here with Ron. Hey. And Connor. Hello. And iFanboy.com, as you may know, uh, is a site that we do because we like comics. We read them. Every week we read a whole lot of them. And uh, we pick the one that's best, and then we write a review about it, and then we come and talk about it on the podcast, among various other topics that strike our collective fancy. Um... Before we get on, everybody listening and, and, and looking at me, uh, if you haven't read your books yet, I'm so about to ruin some of them. Uh, we're going to talk about the books that uh, that, that we read in, in, in some detail. So uh, if you haven't read them yet, you could turn off your iPod and come back later or just plow through because who really cares? Um, and I believe uh, before we go... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so. Unfortunately, we've got to bring it down a little bit before we start. Some of you may know here and listening that... Um, Daniel Robert Epstein died this week. He's a writer. He, writes, he did a lot of reviews and things. Newsarama, Su- Suicide Girls. Yeah, um, he's actually a good friend of ours, and just wanted to say, um, it's we, we we were all proud to know him. We knew him way before we invested com- comic book anything. We, we knew him before he was a writer. He actually started writing up for iFanboy before he blew up and um, went somewhere else.
2: Yeah, he got more, he went somewhere where he did get paid, which I don't blame him at all, but he wrote some good stuff for us, and
1: um, we're,
2: we're, yeah. very, we're honored to have him part of a, a, a Fanboy's history. It so. was a tough
1: week for us, and we just wanted to acknowledge that uh, the, the comics community, the whole pop culture community, is worse off for having lost him, yep. so, so. Um, we, we'll miss Dan. We will. So right. now, now we go, go cool. into the books. All right, so... um so, now. <laughs>
2: so this week, um, this week the pick of the week was my pick. And uh, for those of you who went to ifanboy.com and saw what it was on Wednesday, it actually went up a little early in the day because I didn't have a lot to do on Wednesday. Um, and it was actually uh, Strangers in Paradise number 90. Um, I don't know if anybody here reads Strangers in Paradise or not, or... If you haven't read Number 90, um, oh, there's been a lot of talk about are we going to spoil it. I know on iFanboy.com, on the forums, and on the site and stuff like that, we had a lot of people um, concerned that we were going to spoil the ending. And my position on that is that if you're reading Strangers and you don't know how it's going to end, then you're really not reading it. Because <laughs> the, the book has always been about these two characters, and Francine and Cachou, who, were friends from, you know, who became friends when they were in high school, and the story of their lives together and apart. Um, and it was I'll admit it was a hard book for me to read It was definitely a hard book for me to pick um, It's been one of my favorite comics since 1996 It was actually my first introduction to independent comics It was, the f- it was,
0: this was literally before I knew Ron Like this was the f- I, one of the first things you ever said to me I met you a long time ago was, you should read Strangers in Paradise and I was like did I you did not shave your sideburns I don't know
2: who you are <laughs> no, but it was, seriously like I, I grew up as some people who listen to the show know I grew up a big X-Men fan and you know for years I, I just knew Marvel, Marvel, Marvel and that's all I kind of looked at I kind of looked at the world in a, in a um, what's the word I'm looking myopic for? myopic lens um, Tightly focused. And then, and then I discovered, oddly enough, through wi- an article in Wizard, I discovered Strangers in Paradise, which is ironic. Oh, I know oh that, great bitter well, irony. Yeah, isn't it? But and um, went out and, and, and I just, I read, I picked up a back issue and I just fell in love. And it was just such a, Terry Moore, the writer and artist of the book, just has written and woven such a sincere, honest kind of story of a relationship that in the comic book form... It really kind of, in my mind, transcends the medium. I mean, a lot of times we talk about comics, talk about Avengers and Superman and all these kind of things, these superhero things, but using the visual storytelling method, he told this fantastic story of friendship. And so it was always, you know, it was always about, you know, like and issue number 90 and close your ears if you don't hear it or anything, but they end up together. That happened in eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, so. it actually happened. So there's but really it, it there's is, really nothing to spoil. Here's
0: the thing: if you read the book straight through, they show you the future already. So it's actually so not, we already
2: knew what. happened. Yeah.
0: And so it wasn't so much about what happened in the book;
2: it was how they got there, and and you had to play. With the I closed it. <laughs> I was I was trying to. That's my fault. <laughs> but so um, and it, it was kind of it's kind of interesting that it, that this issue came out in this past week because we've had a lot of endings. Um, you know, Sopranos ending was recently. And, um, and for some reason, I'm a really sentimental kind of fool. And endings like, you know, like I mentioned in my review, I linked to the ending of The Wonder Years, which is one of my favorite TV shows, just kind of gets me in the gut every time I see it. And there's no way I can get through it without crying. And two uh, years later,
0: Dad died.
2: I know, it was so sad. Uh, but um, this wasn't a sad ending, it was a positive ending, and it just left you with a smile on your face. And I really thought I, the, the previous issue, 89 and 88, I read on the train in New York um, going back home. And like I You know Like once somebody Like the person next to me Is like are you okay
0: Because it was like Because it gets you it gets, it, gets, it gets you right in the heart Because when he wants To have an emotional moment He, he takes I a I go comic in public And he loves And he goes <laughs> I'm going to get on the train And sit with strangers And have a good Good long week.
2: <laughs> a long cry really In public That's the plan I think knows. Yeah exactly No but um, But this issue I didn't cry It was I mean It was just very positive <laughs> It was It was really cool <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but so, um, so I, it, was just, it was just a
0: really and then nice... then I made out with a girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was awesome. It, it was just a really nice end to one of my favorite series. And I'm sad to see it go, but it's, you know, all good things come to an end. And the great thing is, is that, you know, it's, it will live on. They're going to do an omnibus. Um if you he's I don't,
1: gonna write novels too. He's gonna write
2: novels on these characters. If any of you who watch our video show which came out the past Wednesday, we had we were lucky enough to go to the rap party that the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund threw for uh, Terry in New York City. And we got to talk to him about it and he was saying, you know, there are plans to do a two thousand page omnibus of the entire story. Um, so now in addition to the issues and the trades and the pocketbooks that, that we that I have, um, we can add the
0: um the what you mean, well, the omnibus to that.
1: What did you think of it? Um, I
0: thought it was I I really like I was I didn't know what to think when I was going in. And uh, I gave it to my wife to read first, and she kind of she was like, "There's a lot of pages in there. I would like to buy." Yes. She doesn't say things like that, so I knew that it was like it was sort of so, sort of something special. And I read through it. I, I-
2: emailed Terry saying, "Can you send me the list of pages
0: that are for sale?" Really? Yeah. Uh, um, Listen to him. I emailed Terry. He doesn't. Well, no. I- <laughs> it's like, he can call me like, "This is Ron," and you go, "Oh, mm. hey, Ray." Wouldn't be like that. <laughs> it would be like, "You're, you're who now?" A fanboy? <laughs> Which is that? Oh, you're that one, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, he, uh, reading through it, like, especially near the last, like, four, five, six pages, like, there was just all these sort of little moments that were just nice, nice touches. But it was not, it wasn't like a big, you know, now we've closed the door on the, although they did literally the end of it. The very last page, I thought, was, was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like, basically the characters look up and acknowledge, the, you, the reader, the camera, and they, and they kind of, they shut the door on you. And it's, it's, they literally do. And it's actually, it was actually really touching, but, like, the end of it was, like, over-the-top happy, and, like, it's just the thing they were living up to, and, like, the last line in the book is about how Francine is a stranger in paradise, and that yeah. was, you said that was in the first issue. It back, yeah. They, they, that's where they get, got the title from. You know, it wasn't, like, one of those big whiz-bang... Uh, there was no twist. It wasn't. There was an explosion. There was nothing to... Was uh, it more of an
1: epilogue than it was an ending?
0: Yeah. It, no, it was an ending. I mean, it was Well, a, because all of the major things had wrapped up already, and this was... You know, you you knew where it was going to go, and you, it was just, it was a satisfying ending. Like, did you ever see the end of, like, like Six Feet Under, that yes. sort of ending? Oh, God, that one con- killed
2: me. Oh, right. God, that one killed me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just sort of felt like I was, like, tied it up.
2: it up. Just kept on playing it over and over again. You're an team. emotional mess. I am, it's the uh, head.
0: <laughs> horrible. Uh, it, it's the endings, I'm endings, fan girl. endings. Yeah, I fangirl. Oh,
2: that's be nice. Um, endings get to me. I mean, they do. I mean, they really, you know, like, they, because it's, it's this great thing that you just want to, because I just love the shit out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to end. I'm really... I'm
0: like, I'm, I, it's like it, It's been a constant in my life for a lot of years. And that's, we, like, weird. Because there's nothing... But the thing is, I can love... I'll take a book like Gotham Central. I love Gotham Central. Yeah. And when it was cancelled, I was like, that sucks. Yeah.
2: But life goes but on.
0: But life goes on. There are going to be other crime books. There are going to be other books by Ed Brubaker and Greg Rucka. There's, n- this, there's nothing to fill this particular void. I don't know anything like this book in... Mm. Film, television, novel, comic book, or otherwise. It's only that. Yep. Um, so that, that I, I feel, a, a loss. It I, is, but... I, terribly I, worried about what comes next. From Terry? I mean, I don't think it'll be bad or anything, but it's just, like, it's going to be, like, the next thing David Chase does. You'll be, like, there'll be so much around it.
2: Right, well, we already heard that he's going to do Motor Girl, which is the, some some sort of Crater on thing, but apparently there's also rumblings he's going to do stuff for Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll, I guess we'll find out. He's, after he's dabbled. Comes. Yeah, he's dabbled. He's then, dabbled, so... But I don't know. It was a good book, and if you haven't read Strange in Paradise*, uh, you know. And if the relationship comic isn't really up your alley, then forget what I'm going to say right now. But if it is, it's probably. If If you ask me, it's one of the things that are, make comics worth reading. I mean, it's one of my favorite. I mean, I put it right. I. Like I said in my review, I, I when Strangers came out on the rare rare week it came out with Uncanny X Men in the same week, I would read Strangers first. Because he reads the books he wants to
0: read first. Why do the opposite? Right. Well, yep. not judging. Right. I'm just, there's right. no judging. <laughs> let's let's move on to something. To so something you actually read. Yeah, I like to participate in the show. Every <laughs> <time>. <laughs> All right. So enough of
2: the emotion. Let's talk about the superheroes.
1: Um, New Avengers 31 from Brian Bendis and Linial Francis U was supposed to be. Uh, big, huge, universe-changing ending.
2: Marvel warned retailers that they should order more of the, this issue. <laughs> no, they, uh, yeah, they did. I mean, to, because to avoid any sort kind of sales, it wasn't really like was the out. day
0: Cap Twenty Five came out.
2: I know, and also they didn't release they didn't release previews, so nobody right. so nobody knew what was going to happen in it.
1: So. Well, I remember um, Josh and I go to the store together because um, that's what we do, and um, <laughs> I I don't ever read the books at work because it's <laughs> just, on just that. to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's but, not true. That's not true. They don't <laughs> read He reads them. his books at work every week. <laughs> um, so I, I, re, I usually read them most anticipated last, like uh, the opposite of what Ron does. But I re, went ahead and read New Avengers 31 first because I wanted to know what the last page was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I
2: know. Well, I, call, I called. Well, I, I end you during the day. And I'm like, so what happened? And he's like, I'm not going to spoil
0: for you. I'm like, all right, fine. So I called you that night. And I'm like, so what happened? Like it was, it was really subtle. I, I didn't understand. <laughs> and and like I'm i like the one who doesn't know Anything. every. I know lots of things, but it doesn't like I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of this stuff. It, right. was, it was like well, oh, it's a scroll, and I was like, oh, yeah, right, because so I thought she was just sucked
1: devoid of life. Yeah,
2: because it did look like it did look. When she <laughs> well, let's looked,
1: explain the last page. The last page is well, you find out before the last page that Elektra was in fact a scroll the entire time they were fighting, and then um, on the last page, uh, Je- uh, Jessica's baby may be a scroll. Because it had green eyes.
2: Or it just had green it eyes. It just had, like, yeah. there was a whole it could, thing about... It could be a little colicky.
0: There was a whole thing about, like, red around the eyes I in this issue kids, that kept know. showing up. Yeah. But, like, the first, in the beginning, there what was... There, jaundice? <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not a life-changing Marvel thing. It's just that the baby has a mild condition that it needs some <laughs> inflammatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
2: Doctor Strange is in Japan, so... Billy a kid, it, Rubens. It's not... It's not bad.
0: But, I mean, it's important to note, I mean, uh, it's, this ties into
2: what's going on, I think, and this is one thing I didn't really say out loud, and I wish I did months ago, but I had a feeling the that miniseries. the Illuminati miniseries that's going on right now would, would have important effects mm-hmm. of the retcon variety, perhaps. Right.
0: And we have an announcement but, to make about we, iFanboy. iFanboy. iFanboy is, iFanboy is pro-retcon. We talk We're gonna to... anything they want to change in the past, change it, do it. Makes it interesting. Totally fine. fine with yeah, that.
2: Nothing's canon. Any, everything's open to
0: change. Who are you? I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> no, I like the retcon. I like this idea because they, I mean, the idea basically being that that they're going. If you're not reading the Illuminati, you should because it's because not only is Bendis I think writing some great stories, but, but, it's but now apparently but, very important. Jimmy Chung's yeah, art is fantastic in that book. But um, what they're doing is going back to seminal moments in Marvel history and showing kind of in between the panels or in between the pages of... Which uh, you love that stuff. I love, uh, I love that stuff. But um, of the of stuff that like Professor Xavier, Doctor Strange, uh, Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, and Black Bolt, and Namor did be- kind of behind the scenes and kind of a controlling thing. And in the first issue, there was a skirmish with the Skrulls. And basically way early in the Marvel Universe history kind of gave the Skrulls a reason to not like Earth. Right. And so now this ties into what happened here Is that apparently it begs the question So Electra gets killed and we find out that she's a scroll. My immediate thought was Oh god, who else in the Marvel Universe is a scroll? Which then leads it, basically Marvel Has now become Battlestar Galactica yes. Right? Because it's like, who's a Cylon?
0: Can I just make a point? I don't ever want to see the Electra death again The stab? I, and, I'm, yeah, it, yeah. It, like He's done it like four times in this series so far And it was on the cover and then in the interior of this now Yeah, I get it it was really nice Frank Miller yeah. it's, You know Let it go I agree I Let agree it go now, now one of the things Just a minor point Is that I read this one and, and Lanil Yu's art Some people love it And some people hate it And I've been really good with it I thought he was a little loose This time I love it I'm loving it with every I, issue I figure at this point He's just gesticulating wildly and and there's just sketchy lines everywhere it's got
2: a fluidity to it and it's got like movement with it a lot of kinetic kinetic energy in it I thought the um, and this is so obvious and so
1: lame to even say but the Hawkeye Spider-Man banter was a lot of fun I don't know I mean it's a a gimme right
2: yeah But I, I liked it
0: I'm just I'm just ready for them to move on beyond this ninja storyline. Yeah, it been... feels like they've been fighting ninjas for a really long time now and they're just like, there's a lot of ninjas. That's the joke. I I understand. <laughs> I, there there are a lot of ninjas. Wow. Let's let's get on with it. I, so
2: so big ramifications for Marvel universe, but the thing is is that well, a lot a lot of people were questioning what are they? And a lot of people are judging it saying and that everybody's it's,
0: like this is going to suck. I'm like, you don't know anything yet. It hasn't happened. There's one page at the end with some baby's eyes. Yeah. That and they've damned the entire Marvel. It's over now. It's, the ultimate's taken over. But I gotta say, if, this, if
2: we're leading up to like a huge company-wide crossover of like Scroll War, like that, sign me up. I'm there. I'll buy every issue of the crossover. There's no, that's a lot no, of fun.
0: No, that's enough crossover. Yeah. Just let the book be for a while. Let it breathe. <laughs> but no, they can't do that. But I, you know what? It's still fun. This is what comic yeah. books are. How much fun was it when this book came out and everybody on the internet is so like, you know, like something so, to talk about. Yeah. So.
1: Is everybody still on Countdown Forty Six?
0: what do you mean still on
1: are you buying it
2: still? oh yeah I still yeah. It. Yeah, yeah absolutely
0: uh, it's got t- I, d- 52 earned me enough that I know I've got to let it go if I'm 20 issues in then A I've spent $60 uh, and, and I don't like it then I'll drop it but like I'm, I'm going to give it a chance and treat it like a novel like I didn't I yeah. mean I went bought all the 52's but I wasn't giving we were by 15 and we're like this is stupid what are we going to and then I'll then yeah. The price <laughs> really sticks with you, doesn't it? Why? I know. <laughs>
1: Every time you bring up if Countdown, it's always about the price. If, they didn't,
2: up the, if they didn't up the cover charge, you'd think you'd be a lot more supportive of it. Well,
0: no, but it's funny. But like I just said, I'm willing to give this a shot. Yeah. It's it's 60 bucks for, I don't know, what it's collectively going to be like, eight minutes of time. You know. <laughs> well, that's what they all are. Look at the prices. <laughs> I don't want to talk about these that. Are all ch- these are more <laughs> expensive than this one. It though. comes into stark relief when you're coming to a, when you're talking about a weekly book, though. I mean, like, if you think about it, well, they don't care. Like, they will go into the comic shop and be like, "I know, I'll buy, I'll buy, whatever, hundred bucks. I got it, it's fine." <laughs> Give me that statue. Okay, I'm, yes, I'm such great. a cheap ass when it comes to comics. I don't want to buy comics, so I do, <laughs> but I bitch about it. It's a
2: good quote. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, the um, uh, i I've, I really, I, I think that it's starting to get its legs. I'm starting to kind of feel what the direction the story's going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you think,
1: having any trouble with this? Not, not being. As
0: DC-centric as...
2: Oh, no, I'm having no... Yeah, since I'm not a DC guy, but I'm, I'm just flown with it. I'm just riding with it. Anything... You know, like, nothing has confused me to the point where I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm
0: not terribly invested yet, but... How old is Jimmy Olsen? Older than his dirt. Right. He's and been he's, around forever. Yeah, and he looks well, like 18 in the book. Well, that's comic book age. Know, you know not so, to get yeah. into that.
2: And is the red hood, is that like a cloth hood, or is that... I look at it like a plastic...
0: Helmet. Well, it, it shatters. In the yeah, so, yeah so, so, it's so it's hard,
2: it's, yeah. It's so it's not so much a hood.
0: No. Okay, I'm just it's saying. Not literal. Does an audience make you go off on tangents? No. <laughs> um, I was gonna say it's like I'm not terribly invested in any of these characters yet, but I, I wasn't invested in anybody in Fifty Two, and then at the end, I was like, I need more Black Adam, yeah. like I badly. Like I, when he showed up in this, I was totally happy. So this looks like a, this looks like the I think the Black Adam or whatever she's Black Mary, Mary Marvel. Mary yeah, I know. She's now she's is she a Black Mary now or is that? I don't know. Something like a, I that. I don't think a dream, she has Black that Black name. Mary um bloody mary the tangents sorry um and i would uh, say that's the one that i'm most invested in right now that's the one that i'm interested in seeing which one are you which was which is your early steel storyline i'm getting tired of the rogues
2: i love the rogues i, yeah. I no
0: but i get it i like the, i like the rogues just hanging out well no, that's the problem is there's no plot you know what i love i love the rogues hanging out in the diner in their costumes yeah i know <laughs> <It's> just
1: <laughs> Like, doesn't anybody notice that they're hanging out these guys in their costumes just like, getting like
0: a milkshake? They're in like the they're they're in like the diner from Back to the Future Two. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for Mayor Goldie Wilson.
2: <laughs> the art I thought in Countdown was really good though this year.
0: It's by Jesus Jesus Sayas. Yeah, Jesus. I don't know how to say, say his yeah. name at all. Uh, he's the, 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 the checkmate pencil. Yeah. Um, I'm still I'm still good with it. I don't love it. It's not my favorite thing. I'm not. Were you uh oh. Well, we can go there if you want. You want to? Well, no. We're just done with countdown. We've counted. <laughs> <It's> down.
2: <laughs> so you go here.
0: Yeah. So I, don't, I didn't bring
2: my books with me, so that we—that's why we don't have it. But um, Josh, you want to talk about number number three? This oh, week? Did I you did. Bring it?
0: Awesome, dude. This book's good. I told you. I know. We totally. And like every time, this is horrible. Okay, because there's people who listen to like your recommendation. Every time Ron comes and tells you, you got to read this. It's the greatest thing. I'm like I never I never like it when he says that because my whole life is him telling me I should go see movies that he loved when he was 16, and that I don't care about like like the amount of times that he's he's like tried to guilt me for not really caring to have to see real genius like that you haven't seen real genius thank Damn. you thank you I just don't care it's like a prerequisite we have different tastes. <laughs> How could you not like *Royal Tenenbaums*? <laughs> you don't like the *Royal Tenenbaums*, which I think is a all right. A tangent. Hello. So no. So I recommend it. So so, so I'm a big *Nova* fan. He and he he said he said to read *Nova*. I was like, all right, whatever. And then when he picked the second one, I for some reason I was like, I will buy them. I don't know what I was thinking, but I went and I bought *Nova* one and two. I was like, these were a lot of fun. And this third one was great. Yeah. This was one of the best books I read this week, and it's one of the only ones that, in the post-Civil War Marvel universe, is like it's. Cool. like it 's nova basically going, what is wrong with all of you people, yep. and then, as we predicted he said i 'm out of here and just yeah flew back into space so i mean i, I <laughs> screw you guys it 's true like he couldn 't stick around Earth anymore because yeah. there was nowhere to go with that story unless he joined the initiative. Which you know, and
2: I think they had. I think if had they had him done anything other than that, we wouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. And even he said it in the book. He's like, "Do you realize what's going on here?" Doesn't mean anything in the cosmic scale of things because mm-hmm. he. It's like it's like when you know about something much bigger than what was going on around you. Yeah, you know, and he's trying to make that you know make that point to Iron Man, and Iron Man's not hearing any of it. So because he's drunk with power, drunk with power. Well, he's a scroll. Oh yeah, he's a scroll, he's a Yeah, scroll. exactly. Yeah. Holy shit! Is Tony Stark going to be a scroll? That's.
0: <laughs> yes, that's the, oh. that, that's what Bendis was alluding to in the interview. Bendis did an interview where it all just made sense. Where me. he mentioned it just all clicked. The scrolls had the scrolls had captured of the Illuminati. Yes, and there was no there was no indication of how long they were held for or if everybody who got out was actually in fact one of them. So Tony Stark
2: could be a scroll.
0: That's and that's what could piss people off because then yeah. the civil war happened for quote the, unquote nothing.
2: Because then the scrolls an alcoholic. Because that He's happened not, after that happened after that issue of Illuminati. Well, you
1: got on a you got on the clone a clone saga. He blew my mind. Right.
2: Abitual,
0: then. Yeah, you do. Yeah. How, when does fifty two take place? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, what year is it in fifty two? Um,
0: no, but Nova's a good pick. I mean, the, Nova, the other the other thing I dug about this, uh, too, is uh, Penance is stupid. But at least in here, like he was like he took his mask off and he talked and I was like, mm-hmm. All right, there's a person under there and I think there's a chance that he could not be a stupid. weenie forever. Yeah. Like, there was just a little of, like, this is the character that it was, I mean, for the nine Speedball fans, there were.
2: There were more than nine.
0: No, but, I like, yeah. I like the fact yeah. that I don't speedball. like Penis makes me want to like Speedball. All right. Speedball is great. I love Speedball. Did I say Penis? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> it's might penis. have. How does he see through that thing?
2: Yeah. So Nova's still early. It's issue number three. You can probably
0: still find um four And it, this was, and like, the end of the arc. One last thing is I thought that the family dynamic was so much fun.
2: If you like the family dynamic, you have to read The Nova Essential from the 70s, because it's all just him getting into
0: arguments with his parents. It's hysterical. Oh, then you need to watch Real that sounds. That yeah. sounds great. <laughs> I like three pages of it now. Like, a, like a, He's talking to from by a 500-page black-and-white book of arguing with your parents. Oh, this
1: is awesome. <laughs> uh, Green, Green Arrow ended this week.
2: Green Arrow number 75. The oh, series is you're now you're over.
1: off that, right? I'm off. I kind of wish I hadn't. You blew it. You
2: totally blew it. This,
1: this is one of the best superhero books of
0: wow. the last few years. Well, oh, well, well. It's over. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't that great.
2: <laughs> well, they have pl- They have plans for it. They're going to take it in a direction. You know what's
0: awesome? The thing. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Blade. Ooh. What did you think of it?
2: I really liked it. I mean, it, it, it not only did it wrap up the whole plot line of, of the one year later, Star City, Green Arrow being mayor... Yeah. Um, the,
1: beautifully, by the way.
2: Beautifully, well done, well done, and um, the good guys won. You know the great fight with Deathstroke, Determinator, Terminator, um, and that dude with the sunglasses who I just still don't know who he is who fights in a suit. Yeah. How do you fight in a suit? I can barely function at a wedding. And like <laughs> this guy's there fighting. He's in a, a complete suit. It's amazing. I need jeans. You need a tailor. Yeah, I need, yeah, it's probably a good point. Um, I should spend more than a hundred dollars on a suit. Um, but <laughs> I've the, seen his suit.
0: It's like it's it's, right, it's, no. it's like burlap.
2: <laughs> anyway. Um, but I thought it ended really great, and then the cliffhanger of him proposing to Black Canary and not telling us what she said and making us tune into the Black Canary mini, which I was going to buy anyway. Right. But still.
1: Well, I, I, for me, I'm reading this book and thinking, wow, I'm really going to miss, for the time being, Judd Winnick writing Oliver Queen because... He not necessarily isn't writing him For the time being. Right. But Until, he, until it comes back again, I'm going to yeah. miss every month because he's so much fun writing Oliver Queen.
2: Do, do you think that it's going to come back as like a Green Arrow Black Canary book?
1: Yes. I, that's just my theory. That's my, that was my guess, too. The only thing I didn't like necessarily about the book was the, the Justice, Justice, League Justice League coming in and saving the world. Yeah, that was a little ham, ham-hocked. But. What does that mean? Uh, I don't, I don't that's know. What ham-handed, means. I believe. Ham-handed,
2: yeah, say. that's what it was. <laughs> um, ham-hock you eat, right? Or something? Yes. Yeah. Um
1: It's just, I mean, this is just a fun, fun. Every, it's, it's just fun. I mean, for, you know, the, past, like for the past
2: fun. year or two, it's been just a great, consistent read. You know, and, and McDaniel's art is just
1: great. This is like a wall-to-wall action film.
2: Yeah, it really is.
1: And, uh, but you're looking forward to Green Arrow Year One.
0: Oh, man. That's like, I don't, like, that ad makes me excited. And that doesn't happen too often. Like, they're, when they take one image and they and there's a new image that you showed me the other day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's going to be good. So it's going to be good time. I can't wait to see Lane Staley as Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> that was an Alice in Chains joke. Huh.
2: So, um, so, um... World, speaking, we talked about crossovers a little earlier. World War Hulk kind of got into full gear this week with World War Hulk number one. Um, I bought this. Did you see your boy get his ass kicked?
0: I didn't like this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Josh is a big fan of Black Bolt, leader of the Inhumans, and Hulk I didn't buy that served all. him. I didn't buy that at all.
0: I, I did I He's didn't. angry
2: with rage I did to stop him I didn't
0: But I felt that they Actually explained it Away fairly well Yeah He's really pissed off Yeah Which is you know Okay it's fine
2: This is brilliant I love it this is, this is what This is the 40 years Of the Hulk Has been leading up to
1: My problem Is reading the book Is there's no way Out of it The Hulk can't win We don't know And he also can't lose because The way, they, the way right. they had it set up
2: The one problem I had with it Was is that everybody Let's forget Civil War And our differences Spider-Man yeah. come help out He's like, yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. He's like, you know, I was like, have you like, been like,
0: hunting these people down? Like, and then Optimus Stark comes along. <laughs> <laughs> and What the hell is that? Like, no,
2: I understand. In a moment of uh, of crisis, that they're going to help out and they're going to do what they need to do to save the city. But convenient. like, they're not going to sit around and talk like as if he's like, okay, yeah. boss. You right. know, like it's it's it yeah, it's far too. Convenient. I was
1: I was reading this book and I thought, you know what, I, this is this is silly, but halfway through, I decided I'm just going to switch off my brain. Mm-hmm. I just go with it. Right. It doesn't make sense. That's, I did the same thing, too. It yeah. doesn't make sense. A lot of the stuff that's happened, it's, the whole can't lose the way they've set it up. Black Bolt would never go down like that. They would ne- Spider-Man would never be back with Iron Man and Luke Cage and all these people. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't ignore gonna, what happened. Right. I'm just going to turn my brain off and have fun with it because it, when I did that, it was in a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Did you guys think that uh, Ramita was up to snuff on no. this one? No. Like, was something off?
1: I, and and be, I don't, I don't think Klaus was, Jansen's
0: Stanson's inks, inks benefit him. I'm going to go with that, and it, it's not that anything's bad; it just doesn't seem no, like something It, is it's wrong a great it match.
2: wasn't as good as um, uh, the other Eternals, people. Eternals,
0: and it wasn't as That's good the as the, the, Sun. the action okay. scenes were, yeah. were all doing pretty well. I um, thought a lot of the faces and stuff just looked kind of odd, and I, I don't know why that is. Because I mean, as we've been talking about lately, like we are all, you know, you can't get enough of Ramita Junior. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was a little odd. So I, I the other
1: thing I don't I don't like is I don't like talking Hulk.
0: Oh, I like talking Hulk.
2: I've always liked talking Hulk. You like rageful. I like rageful,
0: um, barely, barely. As he gets more mad and more strong, his intelligence should devolve. That's how I would do it. Well, you're not doing it. (laughs) Well, because the more more angry, isn't that true, though? Is it like I'm sitting up like I would do it. Yeah. You know, so, My opinion so doesn't matter
2: <laughs> No I mean I, I like the thing That he's got the motivation Not only, like, The thing is like you almost, you almost think that Like he can get over the fact That they sent him off into space And got rid of him Like he's pissed about that He's like but on top of that You killed my girl
1: He's wearing a headband though
0: He's he, <laughs> He's on a gladiator He's got a sleeve of spikes Why does he need that?
1: I don't
2: because it's, it's Gladiator a, War. He's the green star. It's just
0: for, for aesthetic effect.
2: I didn't read any Planet Hulk, so I don't know what happened. Yeah. But um, I get the idea. Yeah, they
0: yeah. said it a hundred times in this issue. Right. Yeah, he went somewhere, he was a slave then a gladiator. It was the, the movie Gladiator. Yeah. Um. You know what though? I, I really want to know how they're going to get out of this. Yeah. A good I mean because they they're uh, they've wrecked Manhattan like a hundred times in the last. Again
2: with the na- again decision? with the nanites.
0: Yeah. Every problem
2: in the Marvel universe is solved with nano
0: nanite technology now. Like, We've well, got
2: nanobots that are going to depower them. But how is she hooked back on her powers? I thought she lost her powers.
0: I thought that too. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. But <laughs> I, 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 less, less, less we get... Because this would be the kind of thing we get angry emails yeah. about. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read it. I had fun with it. It was fun. It was what it was supposed to be. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with everything, but let that go and I have, have fun. to
2: say, I'm shocked that you guys are buying it. I thought I was going to be all alone. I, I did told
1: you it. I was buying it. Buy I bought the last... I, I don't, don't know what robot. the hell came I mean, over me. He, I just... He picked up the store, and I did a double-take. Oh, wow. He didn't say anything, though, because
0: he didn't want to scare me off.
2: But did you actually do the double-take? No, I
1: actually did the (laughs) (laughs) double-take.
2: So so the other Hulk crossover that happened this week was... um, Crossover's loose. (laughs) Was uh, Franklin Richards, Son of a Genius. um, World be warned, it's Franklin Richards, Son of a Genius. Um, Wanted to quickly talk about this, because it's done... um, I don't know if anybody's reading this, or if you'd be into it or not, but um, it's by Chris Eliopoulos and Mark Sumerak. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that r- correctly. Um, they've been doing a couple of one-shots over through like, pretty much quarterly with these, and um, I I haven't really like it. Um, it's very simple, and it's kind of aimed. It's kind of younger, and that sort of thing. It's uh, Franklin Richards, you know, the kid of the Fantastic Four, and his robot Herbie who watches over him, that sort of thing. And it's a bunch of little short, little five-page vignettes, little stories that take place in that world. Um, we get a lot of questions about okay, you know, I've got kids or there are kids in my life that I want to read comics, and sometimes we falter on that question and we're morons because we should say, read
0: this book. Um, that You know, that's it's true. Like, I can't... I've had a lot of people, like, what should I get for kids? And I have no answers. <laughs> Maybe because I don't buy kids' books too often. But, you know, like, the, the thing is, here's what's great about this book, and and it's kind of horrible, but it's a, like a gateway drug. Yeah. In that, the, like... You can give this to kids, and they'll, they'll smoke crack later. No, they, they, like, if this gets them interested in other superhero stuff, like, all of a sudden you've got, you know, and it's, it, it's easy to hook kids on Marvel Comics. We all were. Yeah. Some of us less. Um,
2: <laughs> but it's easy to get hooked on DC, too. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah.
0: but this is like, well, who's that? Why is this? You know, and then right. you can go out and you know can get... The thing is, even if today's comics are going to be too complicated for kids, is like, it's a bajillion... Uh, archives and and, and and back issues of things of Fantastic Four you can get and like these are those are great comics to just sort of get involved in the Marvel universe. Right, and even if that's not the point, these are just kind of fun. They're funny. And they're, they're they're funny. They're,
2: yeah, like the the one page where Franklin creates a black hole in his bedroom. Yeah, and mean, it sucked up the page and you could see through to the next page nice. behind it. I thought that was great. It took me a half. I hour. just understood that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just now? Yep.
2: I was like, what is that? I'll just move on. <laughs> but it was that's it's okay. a lot of fun, and and if there are any kids in your life or anything. It, I think that this is a good book to give them.
0: Utterly um, safe.
2: Yeah, you know, there's not. Yeah, it's a lot, just fun. And I and I'm, you know, I'm a simple person. It's, yep. yeah. the, the
0: lettering is excellent <laughs> because it's, it's.
2: He actually gets somebody else to letter it. No, he doesn't. No, I'm kidding. It says just, Art I'm and kidding. Letters by Chris <laughs> Eliopoulos,
0: who is the who's the main letterman yeah. in the world. Yeah. you need letters done. Like, he'll do your mailbox, but it'll be really expensive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the last weekly book we want to talk about this week, um, actually, I don't have on hand because I didn't bring my books, but uh, it's Black Diamond number one, um, published by uh, Planet La- AIT Planet LAR, and written by Larry Young, who is the publisher of that book, and art by John Proctor. Um, and I picked up this book because it's, it's such a great concept, um, and I don't think you guys picked it up either. But the idea is that um, it's kind of somewhat in our time, but kind of like an alternate timeline where Like terrorism got so bad that they just stopped allowing air travel, and so the government built a huge interstate above the world, and it's called the Black Diamond, and it goes from coast to coast, and it's and so like and and the world kind of becomes separated between the ground and this highway, and the concept is that um, this guy's wife lives in D.C. and he's oh no they're separated across the country, and his wife has been kidnapped and nobody can help him, so he jumps in a hot rod and he's got to get to Baltimore really quickly. And it's just like a '70s car movie, but in this kind of thing. And it's a bitchin' car, and it just—it's just a great concept. <laughs> and it's like—and the whole story is gonna take place as he's driving cross country. And
1: was there there a TV show like this?
2: I don't, was it Drive? Yeah. Was that—was that it? Yeah.
1: Kidnapping yeah. crime, was it? Crime, I
2: didn't, yeah. it got cancelled
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: so. Anyway but um, It was a lot of fun John Proctor's art Was really good I've, I've only seen um, Little bits and pieces Of his art I've never actually seen A full book that he's done um, But I don't know It's a fun fun indie book So You're you like showing off Your indie stuff lately
0: You're like I picked up all these books You're making me look because bad
2: Because that guy Wrote in saying yeah, I had no indie cred like, oh. We get that
0: we haven't, we haven't gotten that In a while It was the
2: one <laughs> So anyway So Black Diamond number one It was a lot of fun It was a good pickup.
1: up so. um, Kids books Some more kids books they kids' books.
2: Oddly kids' books.
1: The Minx line from DC, um, when it was first announced,
0: we had... We
2: some... were fairly critical.
0: Yeah. I, I wasn't. You yeah. were? No, mm-hmm. I,
2: I pretty much put myself out there saying that I didn't like the name. No, no, yeah, I mean, was. No, he was quiet. Name. He no, was quiet. No, was I, I
0: didn't have a problem
2: with it. It was me, yeah. I,
0: I, I said... I thought,
2: I thought making a, a a line of comics for girls, calling it Minx, was a little questionable. Um, but like, for teen girls, that sort of thing. And... But I started hearing really good things about the first book, The Plain Janes, by Cecil Castellucci and Jim Rugg. Um, and so I picked it up. And you picked it up, too. I did, right? too, yep. And then the, then this, w- this past week, The Regifters, the second book from the line by Mike Carey, one of Josh's favorite writers. And who did the art?
0: I don't know the artist, but uh, the, the two the team, uh, Sunny Liu or Mark? I don't know. <laughs> it says Sunny Liu and Mark Hempel, but I don't know who does which. Art by Sunny Liu and Mark Hempel, so I assume that's... Some, Some sort, sort of team. penciling, inking <laughs> consortium. Uh, these guys did a mini series for Vertigo called My Faith in Frankie uh, with Mike Carey mm, uh, three, four, five, three years ago, something like that, uh, which was great. It was a great little story that actually could have fit into this line, I think. Um, so that was good, but I didn't read this, so I won't talk about it.
2: So, yeah, so in, in always trying to admit that we might be wrong or whatever, I picked it up, and, no. and I love both these books a lot. They were they were great. They Ron were, also
0: they, has. I mean, like like I would say, you like stuff that's aimed for sixteen year old girls.
2: Well, I <laughs> Harken back to Strange in Paradise*. I mean, I like along with *World War Hulk* and smashing things. I like the kind of slice of life, kind of you know, kind of you know, those kind of stories. And um,
0: he's upset about the turn that *Gilmore Girls* took. No, he was. He stopped I was, watching. I, I stopped, stopped I watching. Stayed, I
2: stayed till the end, man. Anyway,
0: unless <laughs> who, are, who but, are we?
2: But so um. Uh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> the Plain Jane's is a great story about
1: you know it's out- a girl who's outcast. <laughs> she moves from the city to the to the suburbs, yep. and she's got yep. no friends. And she finds like an out- a misfit group of Jane's. They're all named Jane, and
2: they and they attack their town with art. Which yeah. is, like, they do all these kind of neat little like kind of living art installations and stuff like that, and leave it as a mystery as to who's doing it. And the police it looks like an concerned. Oni book. Um, yeah, no, it's like it, like always put this book out. Yeah, and the main character you just kind of just adore by the end of it. She was adorable, sure. and you know. Um, and then the Re-Gifters this week was... The
1: re was was a f- like a fun kung fu story. Yeah. It was about a little teenage girl who's in love with her kung fu partner. She's in a class and then... It
2: was a very Karate Kid.
1: Yeah, kind of. That yeah. reminded me.
2: It just takes place in LA. <laughs> yeah, and there's,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, and there's a kung fu tournament at the end and... Uh,
1: but it's, it's, it's. And then the, it's, the, it's, the bad
0: guy turns on his master. No. And then he leaves him in shame. And then in the next book, it's going to take place in the parking lot directly after that. <laughs> yes. That blew my mind when that came out. I'm
2: like, it's right after the first
0: movie. <laughs> but it's been a year. Oh, no. It was the same thing as with 52. His parents are like, shut up. <laughs>
2: No, but it, it was a fun book, and it, it, again, it was like kind of teeny romance. This one totally
1: captured the teen like angst yes. about like you have a crush on someone, but you can't talk to them, and they
0: yep. like they, they like, you like else. Some, they
2: ask you about that other person, and, and it just burns. Out, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're learning something about Mike Carey,
2: that he is a good writer,
0: and which yet, is which like he said that to me like he's like so I guess I was wrong about Mike Carey. He's good. I was like I know. And
2: I was like that Mike Carey can write. He got all <laughs> mad and he's like I've been telling you that because
0: X Men is not good. I don't think that that mainstream superhero comics are his strong point. Lucifer was, was awesome the whole way through. I mean, uh, um, Hellblaze was really good when he was on it. Uh, his new series, Crossing Midnight, is excellent. Yep. Uh, but I read those X-Men. And I didn't like them. you know, And I haven't read fin- the Ultimate Fantastic Four, but I don't think those went over incredibly well.
2: Not so much that people... Normally when something's really good and we don't talk about it, people write it and tell us, like, why aren't you reading this? Yeah. And that leads us to kind of, you know... The audience helps us pick out what we should read and no, nobody's really
0: said that about ultimate finance for and watch now we're gonna get inundated
2: with emails so you I'll know what you up. know
0: oddly enough like mike carey's sort of best his strength is, is is teenage girls because one of the main characters in lucifer other than uh, lucifer was elaine who was who I, I can't say what happens to her but she's a, she's like a, a young girl who who ends up with a lot of responsibility and power um, and, and, like, that was one of the strongest touch points in that. Because there's this huge story about gods and powerful beings and stuff like that. But, it, like, that had a, a human element.
2: But what I find interesting is, is contrast that with a teen... It's completely yeah, different. Yeah, it's a complete, completely different direction. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like,
1: I think that's fascinating. I mean, that's really... I, w- I wanted to ask you, because I haven't talked to you about this yet. What yeah. did you think of the ending?
2: It was um, a little convenient.
1: Did you think it was weird that she ends up... Yeah. P- the, the main character ends up picking somebody to, to, to date. Do you think it was, her choice was strange?
2: I feel like he ran out of pages. I feel like he laid out this whole plot and the same thing happened. He's like, oh, crap, i got to end it. And it just ended in one page. Literally one page. I thought that was a little... That's but- happened to me every time I've tried to write anything.
0: But- and it's not because I ran out of pages. It was because I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm going to close the doors and get out quickly.
2: But it was very kind of like TV drama ending yeah. kind of thing, which is, you know...
1: But if, you, if you've got a, like a daughter or sister or something, there's great main characters. I mean, both of these... Main characters are like really like strong-willed, very yeah. independent. Well, my
2: original question was, I kind of like these books. What does that say about me? <laughs> and no, but it was funny because a friend of ours works at a comic book store, and he's like, unfortunately, no teen girls are buying these books. It's all dudes over twenty-five, like you, are right, buying, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> I don't know what that says But the next one that's coming out Is written by Andy Watson And drawn by Josh Howard Who did Dead Ooh, at 17 and I that, like that's Andy That's going to be Watson. really good And anything Andy Watson does I'll go I'll, What is I'll Josh go.
0: Howard Isn't he doing a, Like a bunch of books No
2: there's a, there's a Jason Howard
0: Oh that's right you know, who, yeah. The Wolfman thing Yeah, yeah Keep doing that And
2: the art looks very similar yeah. And I don't think they're
0: related Nope Yeah. So. Maybe I don't know We're still, we're ta- We're guessing at this point
2: Yeah It's just purely We know nothing Um. So yeah But they're really good So I, I mean I don't know If it's your
0: cup of tea check them out. But, hey, um. let's advertise. Sure. Okay, how about the Netflix? Um, <laughs> the show is brought to you by uh, Netflix, and you can uh, go there and sign up for a free trial, uh, and they have plans starting as low as four ninety nine. dollars There are no late fees ever, free shipping both ways. Uh, they have, uh, did I say two-week trial? Free two-week trial? Okay, I did that. I suck at this part. Um, but we've all got it. You can, if you sign up for it, you've got to go to www.netflix.com slash ifanboy, um, and then you can friend us. Uh, using our email addresses and, and see how many movies we have in common that we like. And thus render my Netflix account useless. Oddly <laughs> enough, despite despite <laughs> what I said uh, about Ron, we have a lot in common. We do. In I movies, not yeah. in comics. No, so. nothing. So, anyway.
1: So, so uh, normally this is where we go to Listener Mail, but if anybody here has any questions, there's a We microphone. have a mic.
2: I don't know if anybody has any questions for us or for the group or anything.
1: Comic book questions, Your anything. No one can see you, so it's that's what's important. Yeah, impressive. it's important to <laughs> it's anonymous. Yeah. All right,
2: excellent. So, so tell us your name and where you're from. And... <laughs> yeah, uh, my name is Jim Burns. I'm from
1: Atlanta, Georgia. And if if those books are for uh, for 25 year old men, what, what is a good book for like a 15 year old? I have a 15 year old daughter. Well, these, they are. these are for your daughter. I know they're supposed to be, but <laughs> uh, no, they actually are. No, I well, would they, say they pretty they they really much are. are. Um,
2: I mean, you have a 17 year old sister. Would yeah, you give them to her?
1: I tried. <laughs> she she reads she she's work and threw them back. She was doing this, she was texting three phones at once. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't actually, She was on IM, yeah. and, I'm no. curious I I'm like I'm they, literally, curious. they literally they yeah. literally are for te- teenage audiences. They're they're yeah. good for teenage audiences. Um, and
2: that's what they're they're meant for and they're being pushed in the bookstores and stuff like that. I mean, it just because they they are by DC Comics and and because we absorb anything that's sequential art storytelling you know, that's why we picked them up and cur- the writers that we know about, but they are meant for those those that age group. So
1: But I think they they also transcend to, to other age groups. Yeah. I mean they are and they are they directed towards your daughter's age group, but they, I think you can enjoy them too if you read yeah. them.
2: And Cecil Castellucci, who wrote The Plain Jane, she's a young adult writer. Of she ra- she ra- yeah, she writes young adult novels. So it's not. So it's not. So while Andy Watson is a comic book writer, Cecil Castellucci is actually this is what she does for a living. So it's.
0: Yeah. Your sister likes Why the Last Man too, right? I mean, she yeah. actually does read that. Yes. So it, while the while the subject matter is a little bit mature, you know, fifteen year old kids now are not. Uh, no, these, shrinking these, these are. These are
1: not. It's not like cheesy kids books because I. I, 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 I so, uh, it it isn't insulting my to them. Girls that age don't want to be given like kids books. So these are. Young adult books that don't seem like it. they don't talk you down. Know, to they them. don't talk. It's, yeah, it's very much not. They don't talk down to them at all. Yeah, cool. No, good. I think actually, you should give it a try. I think. Um, yeah.
0: I think either of them or both either, it would be great. It would work. Yeah, yeah. So, I and, really and like obviously, if sense. we if we get people to buy them, they'll make more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, and it's a line worth supporting. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, no. I completely. I'm doing a complete 180 on the Minx line. I'm all about it now. I'm, you I'm, sir.
1: You tried, You started to get up before. Yeah, one of you two. <laughs> wow that was very <laughs> I'm shocked alright go ahead oh great excellent
2: I got one about the podcast oh sure yeah alright so name and where you're from alright I'm Kalen from uh, Green Creek North Carolina smallest town ever And uh, eight people yeah indeed oh wow seven and a half Jim's
3: <laughs> <Gym's> real short <laughs> indeed
0: but um yeah so uh do you guys actually know Daryl personally?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he calls in like every two seconds. For, <laughs> for anyone who might be a new listener to the show, we we get voicemails and we have a caller who calls in uh, Daryl from New York City and we actually have met him. We met him at the New York con this February. February.
0: Um we, we didn't, don't know. But him. we, we don't he's not like like, yeah. like he's not like somebody who we who we did know ahead of time. He's not like, yeah. uh, he's not like a buddy of ours. Not like so the yeah, interns. Yeah. He's yeah. not Daryl's not an intern. Yeah. That's important to note. Yeah, no, um Daryl showed up on the on the website like right away. Like second or third podcast in when we were like when we were like, oh my god, there are people listening. Like we were like, forty people downloaded it. That's yeah. amazing. And and like his his all of his first posts were just, that book was terrible, how could you pick that? He he gets very mad at us. Yeah. Which is great that he keeps listening, which is awesome. He's
1: the nicest guy in person. And yeah, so cause
0: great. at first we're like, what an asshole. Who is this guy? Well you were. I know I get really doesn't uh, take criticism very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but like, but then uh, after a little while, I was like, oh, he's he's just messing with us. Yeah. And then, so then it got to be funnier. And then when he started calling, it like, was great. We were, It was like a game. Yeah. And then we then we looked on like some message board that he posts on. He doesn't post on our message board anymore. Which somewhere is somewhere else. Um, and he he'd been like, yeah, I'm a regular on that show. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to send him checks. <laughs> no,
1: but he, he came with his son. And, yeah.
0: um, <laughs> he was so non-threatening.
1: Yeah, yeah. very friendly. There's really? video we, of that. Did we hear his voice? Is that yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, came over and said hi, and we knew instantly who it was. Yeah, yeah But looking at him, we didn't. Josh know was, Duck. But, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, But he's good. But he takes his comics very seriously.
0: Cool. So. Good. We don't know him, and he, he, we have we have nothing in common, taste-wise. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? He turned us on a Checkmate. He did. Yes. yes. He, yeah, did. he did. I, yeah. I owe that to him. And if you're
2: not reading Checkmate, you should. It's very one of the best books being published right now by DC. So it needs to help
0: more. Anybody else? This is like school. If it, if, it's, if it sucks, don't worry. We'll just cut it out. Yeah. yeah. really.
2: Not exactly a question, more as a statement. I asked Dan Zito what year it is in the DC universe. He says it's 2007.
0: That's, that's yeah, but last answer. year he said it was 2006, so it's hard to say exactly <laughs> what year it could be. Okay. Either way, I think you should buy all these books. <laughs> I totally stole that from John Suntress.
2: <laughs> I like the D.O. He's a good guy, so... Um, yeah, no, that's our stock answer. Yeah, that was it, it threw me crazy last year. Anyway,
0: it's over now. I still though. feel
2: like they abandoned the one year later thing. They, they, they didn't. didn't. They did. It was I'm like, not two, having like two, this argument again. two, three months, and then it was gone. We can't talk about this <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> Time caught up to the books. There's not one year no, later. No, I anymore. feel like
2: there's a gap. I just
1: anyway. There was a gap. It was filled with fifty two. <laughs> I know they Things
0: don't There's a gap. Up. There's one in every mall in the country. <laughs> they sell nicely priced clothing. Just don't add
1: up though. <laughs> Like,
2: what happened when they built the wall in Star City? I want to know about that. They didn't cover that in 52. They can't talk about everything. Well, I'd like everything. <laughs> I want everything. Me me me. All right, well, um, we came prepared with a couple of emails in case the questions dried up in the room, which is fine. Um, so, so our first... Email, you all feel slightly guilty. <laughs> our first email comes uh, from Bo from Chicago, who writes in saying, um, "Here's a question about how do we decide what books to keep? Um, since he came back to comics him and his wife try to keep their current collection down to five or six small boxes of single issues he tries to wait for trades but damn it he likes his weekly pile Um, and they're preparing to move and they've come across a big crossroads Um, what to sell on eBay what to hoard away for his baby boy um, and what to uh, you know and basically how to manage his collection he knows that we live in the New York City area where space is a bit
0: of a commodity um, so he wants to know how we handle our collections, basically. Well, I'm a self-made millionaire, actually. People don't know that about me. I have a 14,000-foot loft, so it's not a problem. I keep everything. You, you went through all your books, and you culled out most of them. Uh, no, not most. I'd say I had, before I moved from Los Angeles to uh, New York uh, last year, I had maybe 14 or 15 long boxes worth, and I sold off about three, three or four. And basically, I brought them in. To, I asked my retailer. Um, I said, "I said, you take these for trade or anything?" And he's like, "A nickel a book." And I was like, "Okay." So it's a bit of a loss on my best. But I went through and I just took the stuff that I didn't really like the first time through, like you know the books that you buy that didn't really make an impact on you. Um, and it ended up being like three boxes of stuff and I ended up with like a hundred bucks in credit or something like that. Yeah. But it was funny because I don't have a lot of sentimental attachment to my stuff in, in like in, like actual. The thing of it, and I know that I'm not gonna go through, but I got to the point, and I was like, I can't get rid of these. Yeah, you know, I got okay, a line somewhere. No, I totally did. There's well, as much as you try to not be attached. I know. There's this innate like, it, it, like I don't bag and board. I don't do anything, but like. My wife put something down, like her elbow, on a comic book the other day, and I jump up like a like a dog with its tail stepped on. <laughs> no, and it's it's a reflex reaction. I'm so not answering his question. <laughs> yes, you did. You called yeah. through and you yeah, sold. You called them. And yeah, you I mean, but I got. So rid- what'd, you do with,
1: what'd you do with the boxes? Because they're not in your apartment.
0: They're my mother-in-law's <laughs> under <Yes>. some stairs, <laughs> um, and they're in they're in. These guys hate my system of organization uh-huh. or lack thereof. Like you just open up and the books are sort of randomly in there. Look at Ron is rubbing his temple right now. <laughs> it, hurts. it just he comes they come to my house and they look at my DVDs and they just want to rip them all out and start He's over. He's got his Why DVDs or-
2: alphabetized them. He's got his DVDs organized by like genre. But like not though. Like genres of like shark movies. Like not like action. It's just like, you know, like movies you- we liked in ni- in two thousand
0: two. <laughs> It's just like It's like It doesn't make any sense <laughs> The more you talk about The more I love my system <laughs> I'm like It's funny Because if I go down I can tell you Where everything is And I'm like Well those are my Gangster movies About like the mob And then under that Are cowboy movies Because in my head Those are linked And under that Are samurai movies But then, then there's like There's a dead zone Of just like Oh there's Like JFK Is next to like The evil dead Because I don't have Any other movies Like either of those Jeez. You're weird What do you do About your collection?
1: Uh, I pay 100 bucks a month for storage. <laughs> yeah.
2: About how many long boxes do you have?
1: Uh, over 30. Do you get rid of them? No. I mean, Would you? Yes.
0: Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you?
1: I, if I had the time to go through them and then decide I don't really need this anymore, I have this in trade. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like a loveless marriage. Yes. Like he just keeps showing up every day and doesn't...
1: <laughs> yeah. If I had no job, I'd totally get rid of them.
0: <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> or a raging drug habit. <laughs> Um, yeah his his comics could supply like two days worth of fix
2: <laughs> Well make it a pop yeah and I used to have a storage unit but I recently moved them out of my storage unit into my house and now they're everywhere I'm sorry who did I did, you I mean, did. You guys, <laughs> they helped me they helped me carry but I've, I too also have over 30 <laughs> long boxes like- hey Vito's here Yay. Hey. <laughs> but I've got over um, over 30 long boxes and um, and they're everywhere now so Vito do
0: you have a question we're taking questions did
4: you guys miss
0: me yes yeah. we did. you overslept I can hear it in your voice <laughs>
1: All right. Our next email comes from David from Boxford, Massachusetts. Do you want to do that one? Yes. can read. You
0: can't do it. I'm good with the I'm good with the witty rejoinder, yet not um, so much with the text accent. reading. Oh, because oh. it's oh, it's from Massachusetts. Yeah. <coughs> do it in the. Main, do, this is a Maine accent, because, main which accent. is not the same as Massachusetts, but I can't do, do Massachusetts. Right, we had a request for the That's accent. true. So, the All right, accent. I got two questions. This Is David from Boxford, Mass? First question, why is the Dark Knight Returns... Consi- what, did this, seriously? We had a- No, that's, that's the wrong one. Oh, one. I'm reading the wrong one. That's the next one. That was a little spoiler. <laughs> i got to say quickly, I've been listening to you guys for almost a year now, and I really enjoy your show. I look forward to both your podcasts each week. Thank you. Anyway, to my question, this isn't even... This is supposed to be Aquaman, but it's not anymore. It's just, let's do that guy. the uh, <laughs> Two big comic companies, Marvel and DC, you didn't need to tell us that, Both uh, have their devoted followers. Some people are more interested in the Marvel heroes, and some are more in DC. You guys think if there's a kind of person that prefers one or the other? If someone were to give both an honest try and they still prefer one, is it just a matter of exposure? Basically, I'm just wondering what makes a person a DC or a Marvel follower. Do you think that the choice is based off the true difference between the two companies is just chance? Thanks, David from Boxford, Mass. Tommy. Tommy (laughs) Sully (laughs) it's just how my family sounds it's (laughs) like like his family's like Spawn it's the same uh... I'm sorry I'm sorry is that a good
3: reference Karen Uh, why uh, did you do
2: that that was all we had Janice Rossi is a whore (laughs) (laughs) I
1: love that scene now that I'm getting to see my life, was like... Yeah, day. every day. Every day. Yeah, so Marvel versus
2: DC. So what make, so Connor's a DC guy, I'm a Marvel guy. Josh isn't. Um,
0: <laughs> I actually, I would skew more Marvel. You were a Marvel guy right. growing up. Yep. Yeah. So why is that? Yeah, but I got that, so I don't know what that's about. <clears throat> um, I, I don't
2: know. I think it's whatever you... Like, you're, you're going to disagree, but I'm going to liken it to... And Connor will relate, and other baseball fans will relate. But, for example...
1: I think it's an IQ level. <laughs> I, I liken it to so you're saying you're stupider. <laughs>
2: to make my point, yes, I'm Marvel. Connor's DC. Right. I like the Mets. Connor likes the Yankees. I grew up, you know, on Long Island. My dad was a Met fan. You know, I don't know. You just you're born with it. You know, like for some reason, my first comic was a spy, was my early, early first comic was like a Spider-Man comic. Um, oddly enough, in French with rocket with the guy on the skateboard, Rocket Racer. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I just, <laughs> I read the Dieu, on the kickflip. <laughs> But um, And I just, for some reason, I was gravitated towards Marvel. I was never interested in DC until college, until the late 90s.
1: It's probably an early exposure thing. I mean, I, I, I imagine know. my DC stuff comes from watching the old Batman shows on reruns.
2: I watched those, too, and I, and I, didn't ever, I never felt the desire to go to the comics. Again, there
0: was the IQ difference. Right, I'm know. stupid. Um, no, I, I don't know We're going to have you two take the test and post it next week. We're <laughs> <laughs> on Smarter. It's just right here on paper. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a... Yeah. Why? why does I I like, why does I, like, hey, I have an cool. answer. What's your answer? Ooh, this should be good. Um, <laughs> um I you know what's funny is that I, growing up, when I first got interested in comics was around the time of the of the Secret Wars action figures yes. and the other action figures. What Superpowers. Are they, superpowers. Um, with the stars. Yeah. On and, the low, oh, I remember the cards. And I right, always, yeah. always always more aware the of Lex of the mm-hmm. Superman Batman stuff growing up because they were more everywhere. But for some reason I was always more intrigued by the Marvel characters because they were more specific. Whereas Superman and Batman were sort of big and archety- archetypal, right? Like I always felt that like the little niches that the Marvel characters occupied were more interesting to me. And when I first started looking out for comics, uh, the first things that I really remember were picking up like Fantastic Four stuff and Avengers stuff. They would have a lot of characters, little things, and they actually played out more like um, uh, what's the word? No, like a like an ensemble cast. Yeah. And even like as a kid, I liked that as opposed to. Uh, like the Superman story I've never ever been Interested in that And I thought that The way that the Marvel Universe for me At least at that time Was all interconnected Those kind of stories Were more interesting to me Because I loved I loved reading something And it would say See this book And right. go to see this other thing and, and I just didn't Experience that with DC As much I, I felt those Are you
1: answering the question?
0: Yeah, yeah. that's why I No not you I not know why people Like is there a Marvel person I don't you know what people. Everybody else thinks <laughs> Vito There's a, there's sure, a there's there's, You gotta oh. Come to the mic up here, it's right here.
4: Sorry, if you got here on time, you'd know. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the question that's kind of a follow-up question to that is like, which were you, which books were you given first, and which was your first bought book? Because like for me, like I was given Batman and the Flash growing up, and you know, kind of like Honor, like the TV show yeah. is really. And my dad and I, you know, used to just kind of fool around and just go, "Well, Batman, we're going to the toy store or something," you know, something like that. But my first bought comic was, uh, I think. Dave Cockrum's return to the X Men, uh, right around the uh, the Binary uh, era, yeah. because the X Men showed up on Spider Man and its Amazing Friends. So throughout the 80s, uh, well, you know, I was born in 73, so like throughout the 70s, I was more of a DC guy. Throughout the 80s, I was more of a Marvel guy because you know they did, I because that cartoon, I guess. But I consider myself more of a DC guy now. Yeah, I mean, other than the obvious, but you know, like, like I have that, you know, and, and but you know. I think For the record, to... he showed a tattoo in oh, yeah. reference to my earlier showing a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the court, court reporter? Yeah. <laughs> Let the record show. But, but you know, I, I just think that, you know, I think your own personal choices play into it sometimes. Rather than what, like you, like you're saying, your dad was a Met fan. Yeah. My dad was a Yankee fan, but I'm a Met fan. You, know? you see, that, you
2: see, sometimes that go, it, it depends. And he on, never loved
4: me. It depends <laughs> on the dynamic. I mean, sometimes. I mean, I've known people
2: who got into Marvel because their dad was really big into DC. Yeah. And to to piss them off, I know people have done that. Yeah, yeah. I know people yeah. that That's are a weird Republican yeah. because
4: their families were Democrats. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Or or like, I'm horrified that my kids are going to grow up listening to like hip hop and like <laughs> or like classic rock, and we like, no, listen to this punk stuff.
4: It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. good. But yeah, so it's going to be a weird dynamic. But I mean, but, like, so like. With you guys, like, what was the first one you bought as opposed to the first one you received? Like, right. your first exposure to comics, like, which, because that might actually say a little bit more in, that's answering, a good, that's a good in answering that question.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember the first stuff I bought going in was uh, Amazing Spider Man uh, by Michelini and uh, Todd McFarlane. It was like around 315, 314. I remember I went back and bought a bunch of these, I remember which was my first one. Um, but, you know, like, that was on a spinner rack in a drugstore. I had the choice to buy the, 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 the the DC ones but I didn't. Right. I bought that. I bought Wolverine number one by, by Claremont and uh, Busema um, and I remember early on I got that how to draw comics the Marvel way. That I think that actually had a lot to do with it. But I, and and then from, just
2: to, to me Marvel just seemed more fun.
0: Like D C like DC, like I had issues with DC like growing up like that
2: I got and they were kinda like throwaway. But, like, in and, and my story, which I've talked about ad nauseum, and I apologize for people who heard it, but it was Excalibur number 19 that somebody gave to me in, in home ec class, and then I ran to the stationery store in my in the downtown area of my hometown, and I bought that and Dark Hark number one. And um, and then I mean, you uh, bought 24 more. And then I bought 24 more copies of Dark <laughs> Heart, and I'm like, this is going to be, it's a number one issue! And, um, but it, it just, like, Marvel felt, like, t- kind of the point you're saying, Marvel felt so expansive and involved,
4: and whereas DC just felt kind of,
2: you know, stayed and boring. You well, know? especially
4: like, if you came in... Especially if, like, Josh, you came in during Secret Wars, you said. Like, if you coming in... No, 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 I didn't come in during Secret Wars. It was was
0: after that, but it was... I remember first exposure to the characters had been through those action figures, which were awesome. Yeah, those are great action figures. Except for the big, dumb shield that didn't really look like Captain America's shield. Yeah.
3: Connor?
1: I don't remember because I've been buying them as long as I can remember. Right. Uh, my dad would take me to the store. There was Tiny door.
0: Connor would, would waddle out, hand of chain No, it's true. We, go, my dad
1: and I go to the store. We'd, take, we'd walk over to the store, and he'd buy me a couple books. And I don't remember. I mean, it's been since I was like eight. I don't remember that. It was. I mean, I can remember it's always been Batman, though. So for whatever reason, I can't tell you why. Right. I hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's tough on crime. Let's go. To the ne- let's go to the next. This is a Batman question. Next. Um, this one's for Josh. So, so I have to read it? No, no, I'm just saying oh. it's 40. No, because you paused and looked at me. I'd like to emphasize. Okay. Ren from Columbus, he says, Why is The Dark Knight Returns considered to be so great? <laughs> Invariably, if you take a poll of the greatest graphic novels of trades, people will bring it up. I've read it, and while I enjoyed it, I wasn't wowed by it in the level I was when I read some of the books it is often put into company of, like Watchmen or Mouse. I don't even know if it is the best Batman book I've ever read. I'm pretty sure I'd side with The Long Halloween over Dark Knight Returns. So uh-huh. what, makes it, what makes it so highly considered? And this is for me because... Because
0: you, you take this very personally. Well, here's the thing. I'm coming to the... I'm rereading this right now. I haven't read it for a little while, and I'm rereading it now. It's so good. Like, and well, it's, well, I can't...
1: the reason, reason why you take this... We have this... This actually came up on our, on our forum. Somebody asked almost this exact same thing and said it wasn't very good. And that started this, like, crazy argument because this trend, a lot of people don't think it's a very good graphic novel, and I'm, st- I'm stunned. He wouldn't it. even go
0: into the thread. Because yeah. he d- didn't want to say something he might regret. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't. You know what? I would almost agree that I don't think it's the best Batman story, but it's a better work of art. reading through it now? It's. I'm stunned by how good it is on on several levels. On the level of craft, uh, the page layouts, the pacing, the structure. He's are, are amazing. Like I'm, I look at those pages and I think, as, as the little bits of me that are aspiring writers, I can never think of putting pages together like that. They're awesome. Kind of, kind of the approach I, – I read, I read it for the first time in college,
2: and it was one of the first kind of comics mind blowing experiences. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that in comics. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and like I think that's the kind of approach that it does. So. It's known, you know, he's a writer artist, but like the writing in it. There are pages. There's a page where. Um, Superman is talking To the president Which is who is Ostensibly Reagan Um, He is Reagan Okay And you don't see I'm not too far into it (laughs) <laughs> My reread. I'm like at the end of the first chapter, uh, and and is there? You're moving. They don't. They don't show anybody. They just show an American flag in those tiny little panels, and it sort of slowly reverts into the Superman. symbol. the dialogue is so strong, and it says so much about those two characters and their react. And and then there's little vignettes that sort of say the culture of the world that they live in at the time, and it's a hyper hyper realistic version of the way that he saw the 80s politically at that time. And I can sort of see why. If you haven't been reading comics for a really long time or you, you're not familiar with that time period or something, you might not see what's going on. But like, to me, like, that's just so beautiful. The art, it, to me, I think this is the best work that Miller's ever done artistically the extension was, of maybe 300 for me
2: I think it was the beginning of because if you look at his old daredevil stuff mm-hmm. and stuff like that while it still had that feeling of it had the beginnings of the early Frank Miller it was fairly standard fare it was mm-hmm. standard comics you know like that kind of thing and it was the kind of the breakout of what is now become what we expect from him in Sin City and stuff like that and, so. and
0: earlier we were talking about Josh and
2: uh, I talked about it
1: at work a lot because because don't do any work apparently <laughs> I try to I keep coming in there and going
4: well what about this
1: um the way he predicted The way that news would go yeah. The pun- oh. the punditry
0: yeah.
1: th- th- Didn't exist in the 80s But now is all
0: the news Like is. the talking yeah. head thing He he foresaw yeah. You know Amazing uh, the, 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 We were talking about Klaus Jansen earlier Klaus Jansen on this Is amazing yeah. it, Furthermore Lynn Varley The colors on that book are, are are I keep They're awesome I don't have any other words for it Because like when I read it I'm just like oh My god that's good And then the, the last thing About it is that a lot of comic books have followed this afterwards, so it doesn't seem so original, but this was like the first thing to take Batman and go, this is what it would be like in the, in the real world, and this is the kind of thing that would happen, and this is how kind of screwed up the dude is and the world is, and, and deal with it. And everything has come after that, so it almost feels rote, but it, it was the original. Like, I've seen, I've, uh, I've seen the first television appearance of the Sex Pistols, and they look silly. They look cliched and dumb, and you're like, this is not an original, and it was, though. Right. No one had ever done it, but they've done it so much since then that going back to look at it that way, it doesn't have the same impact. But um,
2: yeah. it's—I think it's important. I mean, has everybody here read it? I mean, is that yeah. yeah? Everybody agree that it's important, or anybody not like it?
0: Dark Knight Strikes Again, not so much. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm—you know—I am going
2: to read through of, that
0: too. I am going to give it a
2: shot. When the absolute version came out, I read the whole thing, and and actually, I it was like oh, this is better than I thought it was when it first came out. You mm-hmm. know, but it's still it's still not the same. It's still not as good. Yeah.
1: We have a related question um, from Geelong in Australia, who says, "Does Batman steal the Batcave trophies from crime teams, or does Bruce Wayne buy them from police officers?"
2: That's a great question <laughs> from Australia,
1: of all places. I got this, and I was—I don't know. i was blown away.
2: I think he takes them.
0: No one wants the penny. He's
2: going to tell him no. Right? Yeah. No, you, no We have to keep no, that I big dinosaur that in down. the evidence locker room. So he's a thief. He is. Well, he's how many laws is he breaking every time? You he's know. Like, so. That's There's that's that's
1: yeah. episode of that in the animated series where they talk about the police department the Two Face had a giant
0: penny, and they gave it to him for so it's so a a trophy. Go. Yeah, it's a trophy. In the sixties when he was really chummy and he came out during the during the daylight, that's when he got all that stuff. Yeah. They were official prizes. I love the
2: shot of them running up the stairs of the police station. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> completely blowing the whole you know, anyway. but <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, Australia. All
2: right, cool. So um so real quickly, just paying the bills again real quickly, um, this episode is also brought to you by ubuynow.com. And now is a great spot to, if you guys uh, are into um, you know, collectibles, action figures, prop le- replicas, all that kind of stuff. They've got all the DC Direct, Marvel Legends, Master Replica stuff. So head over to YouBuyNow,
0: Y-O-U-B-U-Y-N-O-W.com. Yay. Um, so uh, if, in case you haven't heard it, you can email us if you have one of your one question or two uh, you could email contact at iFanboy.com. you could leave a voicemail at 888fanboys.com which is 3262697 because um, I memorized it uh, and you could leave us questions or comments or, or stalks and streets yeah and if you head over to ifanboy.com
2: you can check out the more in-depth discussion kind of what we talked about here people talk read what other people thought of the books
0: that came out this week and go into the it. Dark Knight Returns thread on rev 3 and smack some sense into those people yeah I can't go in there Um, (laughs) They're just stupid I
2: said
1: I'm not going in there That's a good idea You shouldn't go in there Um, Every Wednesday On revision3.com Slash ifanboy Or on ifanboy.com We have our video show Which is completely different From our audio show (laughs) This week is a It's a big one Big one Um, It's our relationship show
4: we, we were teasing for a long time. We were teasing
1: it forever. We, we, we waited for a long time to get questions sent in. We got a whole bunch of good ones. We did a special long episode. We have some special guests.
2: About how to deal with relationships in, um, in the comic, comic book reading lifestyle. Style, so. We barely s-
0: talk about comic books. And we've got some very <laughs> special hot guests. So <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so much dirtier than it is. It's, I think anyway
2: so, um. <laughs> so this Wednesday check it out like around 3pm Eastern Standard Time noon, it's a it's a long one noon Pacific yes it is a long one so uh, uh, and real quickly I'm sure those of you in the room who listen to our show have heard this a million times but you can head over to Frapper go to Frapper.com slash ifanboy stick your pin in the map um,
0: or go and look at other people's pins that's can, also fun
2: you can go to myspace.com slash ifanboy comicspace.com slash ifanboy go to Facebook and look for us there and uh, verb.com slash ifanboy, all the other great web
0: places where you can find us, as well as ifanboy.com. You could uh, dig us on dig.com. You could leave a review in Podcast Alley or, or, or iTunes for either of the shows. We always appreciate that. Uh, even better, if you know somebody you think would like the show, or you can tell somebody about it, or just say, put it in your signature on the web, whatever, do that for us. Thank you, please. Yeah.
2: And finally, just want to thank everybody here in Charlotte who came out to see us. Um, uh, we really appreciate it. We we didn't really know what to expect and we we're glad to see so many people came out. So thank you everybody. Give yourself a round of applause.
1: Yeah.
2: Yay. And yeah. Hi, I'm Josh, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and so far Charlotte is oh Charlotte <laughs> <laughs> He's been <laughs> So far Charlotte is 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 this con's been a lot of fun so far. We're only, we're Ron cannot
0: deal with the courtesy of North Carolina. Yeah, it's tough. You, you people are smiling at him and being nice to him. Does she like me? No, she's <laughs> just being nice. <laughs> We don't look at each other in New York. You
2: understand? So, um, and I want to stab that guy. He's, just, he's <laughs> friendly. What? But uh, Heroes Con has been a lot of fun. We're looking forward to the rest of the convention. So, so thanks again for coming out. And that's our show. Uh, I'm Ron.
0: I'm Connor. And I'm Josh. <laughs> Thank you. Yay.
3: Rise above, rise above, rise above. We're gonna rise above, we're gonna rise above, we're gonna rise. Above.